0: COVID 19 causing Americans to favor universal health care. Poll finds written by Michael Tennant Tuesday, March 17, 2020, proving that crises, whether real or perceived, usually redound to the state's benefit. A new poll finds that over half of Democrats, and a significant number of Republicans, are more inclined to favor universal health care as a result of the current coronavirus scare. The Morning Consult poll, released Sunday, surveyed 2,201 adults across the United States between March 12 and March 13. Among other things, respondents were asked, has the coronavirus outbreak made you more or less likely to support universal health care proposals, where all Americans would get their health insurance from the government? Over a quarter of those surveyed said they were «much more likely» to support universal health care, while 15% said they were «somewhat more likely» to favor it. Nearly three-fifths of Democrats said they were either somewhat 20 percent or much more 39 percent likely to support it. A full quarter of Republicans said they had become more disposed to national health insurance because of COVID-19, with 14 percent of them claiming to be much more likely to support it than they had been before. Among Americans who approve of the job President Donald Trump is doing, 26 percent said they now view universal health care more favorably. The poll went into great detail about respondents' age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and so on. Few of the results would shock anyone familiar with American politics, though some might be mildly surprised to learn, for instance, just how many evangelical Christians 35% and self-identified conservatives 23% say COVID-19 has pushed them in the direction of universal health care. Is Americans' newfound faith in universal healthcare justified, particularly as it relates to combating COVID 19? Columnist Matthew Tanis says no. In fact, he claims countries with free market healthcare have performed much better in fighting the virus than those with government health insurance, and without the alleged need for draconian restrictions on personal liberty. To prove his point, Tanis compares South Korea to Italy. Although both countries have roughly the same population, the more densely populated nation of South Korea, which is about a third the size of Italy, has experienced only about half as many COVID-19 cases. Moreover, South Korea's case load is increasing by about 100 per day, while Italy's is growing many times faster. Could the country's healthcare systems have something to do with it? South Korea, Tainus contends, is one of the closest healthcare systems in the world to a free market. Hospitals are 94% privately owned, with a fee for service model and no direct government subsidies. While the government does provide basic universal health insurance, it does not fix prices and, like most state health programs, usually pays less than the actual cost of care. Fortunately, Seoul also permits patients to purchase private insurance to make up the difference. 80% of South Koreans have such coverage for which they pay an average of $120 a month. In some ways, this is more free market oriented than the US healthcare system, which has a great deal of government regulation and a fair amount of government insurance, Medicare, Medicaid, VA, etc. This relatively free market in healthcare means costs are kept low. According to Tanis, South Korea's private hospitals charge between 30 and 85% of what U.S. hospitals charge for similar care. In addition, the number of hospitals in the country is growing rapidly, partly owing to an aging population, so the hospital bed count per 1,000 people 12.27 is higher than that of any other developed country save Japan. Italy, meanwhile, has a combination of public and private hospitals, but its national health insurance pays all charges. Consequently, notes Tanis, waiting times can be up to a few months for large public hospitals. Because of the unfavorable conditions, doctors often emigrate, and hospitals frequently close. Furthermore, Italy has just 3.18 hospital beds per 1,000 people, about one-quarter of South Korea's ratio, though still higher than that of the United States with 2.77. Italy's response to its massive number of COVID-19 cases has been rationing care to prioritize the young, leaving those most at risk of the virus to essentially fend for themselves, writes Tanis. As bad as the situation as Italy made it far worse by a reliance on government centralized healthcare that manages costs by de facto price rationing rather than a free market system. South Korean healthcare, observes Tanis, did what Italy's already undersupplied system could not do: cope effectively with the pandemic and manage to get it under control without shutting down the entire country in the process.